Hello, welcome to the Living Open podcast for mystics and seekers. I'm your host, Erin. I'm a Philly-based healing artist, and this is a podcast to support your healing journey. Hello, friends. Today is the Pisces season medicine episode of the podcast. So if you're new here, every astrological season, at the beginning of the season, I do a medicine episode. So in this episode, I talk a tiny, tiny, tiny bit about Pisces, (laughs) and mostly I do a collective tarot reading for us, feeling into what Pisces is here to teach us, how we can embody Pisces energy, and a bunch more to really support us through the season. So before we get into that, I just wanted to mention that I have two little things that you can download for free if you're into it, if you're interested. There's a meditation for ex-religious folks that I made specifically to help you connect with your inner child and offer your inner child some healing specifically around religious trauma and healing from the impacts of dogmatic religion. So that meditation is at the link in the description. And I also have a free eight-minute breathwork meditation for your daily practice that you can download. Um, People ask me all the time (laughs) how to, you know, develop your own breathwork practice, cultivate a daily breathwork practice, learn the breathwork more, all of those things, and there are plenty of ways to do that, but I also made this meditation specifically for that purpose for you, so you can check out both of those if those sound interesting or supportive for you at the links in the description. So Pisces is the end of our astrological year, and the beginning of the new zodiac year comes with Aries season, which is the season after Pisces. So I really love how how thinking about the different times that we have New Year's, right, like with the astrological New Year, the witch's new year in more of a wheel of the year sense, the Gregorian calendar new year, and many other religious traditions have different new years as well, and cultural new years as well. But I really love how this connects us to kind of the cyclicality and the non-linear nature of time. Like, there are so many opportunities for us to experience endings and to experience fresh starts. So, If you need an ending, Pisces season can be that for you. If you need a fresh start, Aries season can be that for you as well. And I'm not going to talk about what Pisces, like, literally is. I think there are many astrologers doing amazing work sharing about Pisces and all other signs and astrology in general. I've had many of them on this podcast, so check out what they're saying about Pisces, but I just thought I'd share what Pisces evokes for me, and maybe this inspires you to make a little list as well or journal about this. You know, what does Pisces evoke for you? What does that bring forward? What does Pisces sound like, smell like, taste like, look like, and just playing with that a bit. 
Um, for me, Pisces really evokes that feeling of reading a poem that just like crawls inside you and you're like, oh shit, that's the most gorgeous thing I've ever read. <laughs> um, it feels like submerging in the bathtub. It smells like salt air. It feels like swimming in the cool ocean. Um, crying. It makes me think of slate blues and grays and turquoise and lapis and indigo and all of the really beautiful rainbows of blues. It makes me think of darkness with candles lit and psychedelic dreams, being really moved by a song, making art, the feeling of floating, the experience of daydreaming. It makes me think of cloud watching. Um, so yeah, I'd be definitely curious to hear what Pisces evokes for you. If you want to share over on Instagram, let me know. And with that, let's get into our collective reading. So what is Pisces energy here to teach us? Four of Pentacles reversed. And what came through immediately is Pisces energy is here to teach us how to not cling so tightly. How to not hold so tightly to the things that we think we want. To versions of ourselves to beliefs that might actually no longer be fitting that we might actually no longer believe how to cling less tightly to specific outcomes or specific paths this feels like pisces is here to teach us how to let life move through us and how to actually be in co-creative relationship with universe source energy whatever you like to think of it as or connect with it as um rather than yeah rather than clenching really tightly and holding on to our specific vision the thing that we want um and it's not that's not bad our desire is powerful our desire is medicine our desire is amazing it's not that it's just that when we are holding so tightly to our limited perspective, as all of our perspectives are as humans, right? Um, we can miss opportunities for redirects. We can miss opportunities for magic. We can miss opportunities for something that is going to be even more nourishing for us because we're so focused on clinging to like the thing that we think is going to get us the feeling that we want. Pisces is asking us, let go a little bit, open a little bit. There might be all kinds of ways and paths to access that feeling that you want, and it might not be the specific thing it is. There are all kinds of versions of you that you can be, but you're not going to become them if you're holding so tightly to the version that you are now or the version you think you should be. There are all kinds of magical ways to engage with life and yourself and all kinds of beliefs to embody. But if you're so stuck in maybe this one specific or particular belief, you might miss out on your own evolution. And what wants to flow through us this season sort of 
paradoxically, but not really, is three of wands. So at the same time that we are being asked to loosen our grip a little bit, vision wants to move through us. And this feels like that piece of actual co-creation, of opening up, of opening to possibility. Um, vision and dreaming wants to flow through us with the three of wands, and so can we let it? When you think about um, dreaming into the impossible, when you think about visioning what's not here yet, when you think about visioning vast, infinite possibilities, what feels impossible, what feels hard, what feels like you have to bring yourself back to reality? What are those big visions and big dreams that maybe you aren't even allowing yourself to feel into? Again, with our little sweet, sweet limited perspectives and wanting to keep ourselves safe, which is so valid. Um, but in the process, what are we not allowing ourselves to dream into and vision into? And this all just feels... Like, I just keep picturing, like, swirls of energy and just, like, rivers flowing, and that's, that is Pisces, right? <laughs> um, and so can you give yourself over a bit to this energy, this season, and see where it might take you? And to do that, carving more pathways for expansive visions and loosening your grip a little bit, loosening control a little bit and supportive energies to draw on to support our aliveness. I have the Ten of Cups. Let it feel good. Let whatever pleasure is here, let whatever joy is here, be here. And I think this is simple, but it's so important and it's actually so hard. I think especially, it can be for many reasons, but I think especially in a pandemic time, you might be finding yourself um, feeling like you need to suffer in every moment to be in solidarity with people who are suffering worse than you are. I've felt this in myself. I've felt guilty over feeling moments of happiness in a year that has been really, really hard for me, for all of us. So maybe unpacking that, teasing that open a bit for you is part of you identifying with that and maybe not maybe it's not so complicated for you maybe it's simple and it's just more of attuning towards pleasure that's cool too um but yeah this is really in support of our aliveness and so what can you reach for to feel more alive to feel more specifically the joy and the pleasure and beauty of being alive with the ten of cups um and you know, what are the things that sort of keep that from you, which you might not have any control over. Probably there are things that you have some control over and plenty of things that you don't as well. Um, but for those things that you do have control over, how can you weave a bit more into your life? How can you hold a bit more space for your pleasure and your joy? How can you celebrate a bit more things that are good? Um, how can you lean into that and how can you not feel guilty for doing so and that guilt you know <laughs> guilt around pleasure and guilt around joy and around feeling good didn't start with you know pandemic that 
has been programmed into many of us for our whole lives, I think, particularly for people who are socialized as girls and women and femme people. Um, that guilt is kind of programmed into us from birth, and so if that feels tricky and feels heavy, know that you are so not alone in that, and that it can be really small, that you can start really small. And I'll just offer something that I shared on social media a couple of weeks ago, um, which is that I'm making lists every month, throughout the month, of January pleasures, February pleasures, March pleasures, and just every time I'm really luxuriating in something that feels like it's giving me pleasure, there's a lot of looking at the sunset on those lists. <laughs> I just write it down, and I think it has two purposes, one of celebrating and honoring the pleasure, the goodness, the joy, and also I'm finding it attuning my senses more to pleasure. I'm looking for more opportunities for pleasure, and I think a really good and simple example of this is I was washing my hands the other day, and I just thought like, oh, how can I make this pleasurable? And I just took a breath and I really noticed how the warm water felt on my hands and it felt so good, but I didn't even notice how good it felt because I wasn't really paying attention. I wasn't really there. And so I just bring that up to offer. It can be so simple. It can be the tiniest of things to reach for, but how can you really celebrate and step into your pleasure and your joy? This season and searching for those things is really in support of your aliveness, your resilience, your capacity to hope and dream, your capacity to desire. Um, it's all there and it all matters. And how can we embody the artist, the mystic, the dreamer this season, which are Pisces archetypes that I love to play with and think about? Is And I got the Queen of Cups who is mutable water, who is Pisces in the court cards in my tarot practice. And this just feels like embody Pisces, embody the artist, the mystic, the dreamer, um, by feeling, by letting yourself be moved, by letting yourself feel. And so there are all kinds of ways and all kinds of reasons we don't feel or we cut ourselves off from feeling or we're afraid of our feelings and those things are so valid um, but I think there's this card just speaks to something profound that is here that is to dream and to touch spirituality and to make art of our lives really requires us to feel and to let ourselves be moved by life and by what's happening around us and even like as I'm recording this, it started to snow, so I've just kind of been watching the snow instead of my screen while I'm talking, and um, it's easy to ignore it, right? I could just look at my screen, I could just totally ignore the beauty and the magic of the snow, but fuck, it is beautiful, and looking at it makes me feel more alive, like I want to feel moved by the snow, you know? I don't want to just look at it and be like, ah snowing it's gonna make the roads all icy or whatever which is true too um you know but like Pisces is asking us like attune to what's beautiful feel let yourself be moved by the beauty that's here the magic that's here and the hard things too but queen of cups is such a depth and vessel for letting feeling and letting love and compassion move through them and so what does that mean to you 
What does it look like to you to let yourself be moved a bit more? And how to tend to your dreams at this time is the last card. We've talked about vision, we've talked about dreaming, and how to tend to those dreams. This card feels particularly powerful <laughs> right now, and it's the devil. So tending to those dreams, tending to our visions, creating space for more expansive possibilities, for more magic, also brings up shadow material can feel scary is not necessarily an easy process or something that feels really simple or really good even it might feel hard it might feel horrible we might hate it um, but the devil asks us to really check in with the parts of ourselves that we hide that we suppress that we're afraid of and you might just ask like what part of me feels the need to control and clench really hard when we're talking about four of pentacles what part of me is afraid to dream and vision my most expansive dream what part of me is afraid to make space for possibility what part of me is feels guilty for my pleasure for my joy and feeling into those questions with love and just seeing what comes up I think people can be scared of the devil card sometimes, but like every card in the deck, it can be a really supportive energy, a really supportive archetype for us to connect with that can guide us through our own shadow material, through our own underworld, um, so that we can right access more of that aliveness, so that we can let life flow through us a bit more, so that we can embody more of that artist and dreamer and mystic this season particularly with Pisces so those are the cards I have for us that's our collective tarot reading and as always with all of these collective readings you know it's collective so take what works for you and leave what doesn't um we're all in different places and different spaces and whatever resonates is for you and whatever doesn't isn't and that's beautiful it's all good so i do want to share the major moon dates the lunar dates of the season for you so the season started on february 19th which was also our first quarter moon in gemini we have a full moon in Virgo on February 27th, a last quarter moon in Sagittarius on March 5th, our dark moon in Aquarius and then in Pisces around March 11th and 12th, and March 13th is our new moon in Pisces, and then March 20th is the spring equinox and the beginning of Aries season, the beginning of the zodiac new year and also my moon sign <laughs> i hope this reading was supportive for you i'm sending you lots of love for a really nourishing pisces season 
Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please do tap five stars and leave us a nice review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. I appreciate it so, so much. And it's a really lovely way to be in exchange with the show, with an indie podcast. You can check out all the links mentioned in this episode in the description, and I'll be back on Monday with another episode. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it and stay in touch on Instagram at E-R-Y-N-J underscore or Patreon until then.